The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I'm Roger B., and you're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. And in, and in case you didn't know, in case you had any doubt that Joe Brandon was going to come by and start pushing his gun control agenda once again, the man who brought us the crime bill in 1994, which actually did nothing to stop any crime, nope. just made the price of magazines go up for those enthusiasts who needed them. And it fortunately sunset in 2004, and I don't think the Democrats are going to make that mistake again. If they can possibly get a bill passed, the only way they're going to do it is they can make it permanent and all-inclusive. And believe it or not, they're at it again. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All the same old tricks. They're not even trying to hide it now, Roger. No, and that voice you hear, it belongs to Victor Armendariz of On Point with Victor. Joining us for a few minutes today to tell us about the political just, aspects, or just the a few minutes, congressional uh, well activity or Senate activity based on. Well, you saw the breaking news today. I mean, the Senate now the the Republicans are playing footsies, just like I said they would with the Democrats, and so now they're going to come out with ways to restrict your Second Amendment even more. Uh, uh, what I'm hearing is coming out so far, Roger. I, I don't know if you. I have a list. Let's see what you got compared to what I got. Um, yeah. Is what they're what they're and and again we haven't seen any text yet though so all of this is hearsay what we're hearing now right so we haven't seen any text and I know already the House Democrats are are trying to throw in they're gonna everything well, like said, yeah because they don't want to solve anything they're they gonna wanna, ban kitchen knives if they get a chance they want to be able to campaign on this issue so they're not going to solve things so they're going to try to put stuff in that they know even the establishment Republicans can't go along with so they're gonna so they'll have this issue. But over in the Senate, if what's leaking out today is they, they're talking about uh, putting money with some for mental health, which they should do. That's they I have no but, issue with that at all. But the conservative Republicans and the, the, recover, the conservative wing want to do that, but they want offsetting spending cuts. They want real spending cuts to pay for it. The establishment Republicans are in with the Democrats. They just want to spend more money. They want to go print more money. What's that going to do to inflation? I don't even got to tell you that. So it's going to get ridiculous. To, yeah. So kudos to these. To, again, the, the the conservative Republicans of which we need more of uh, for for trying to stand their ground and say, look, we need offsetting cuts. We, and we'll we need to put this money towards mental health, but we've got to have offsetting cuts. But they're so they're talking about that. They're talking about raising the age to twenty one to buy uh, rifles. Right. They're yeah, they're going to raise that. the minimum age from 18 to 21 uh-huh. to buy semi-automatic rifles. Right. They're talking about that. They're talking about uh, expanded background checks. Uh, and they're and now I know... Now, you know, they call it compromise. So if we get mm-hmm. expanded background checks, do we get expanded carry rights with that? Exactly. No. We because don't. the establishment Republicans... The, 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 when, uh, this, I said this before, Roger. When the establishment Republicans come out and they say, we've reached a compromise, we're working with the Democrats, that means that the Democrat Party just raked the Republicans right over the coals. Right. And, all that and there's nothing. Compromise and, means you give something, you get something. Yeah, right. But the Republican establishment does not understand that. No. So once again, you're a, the, we the people are about to bear the burdens that the elitists will never bear. That's establishment Republican. Well, because it will never affect them. No, it won't. Their bodyguards they, will carry whatever they the hell they want. Whatever they want. You know, I understand that uh, Hunter has run into a little problem with the Ukraine and feels like his uh, 
charitable institute might be cut off. And so he's come up. He's an artist. Is that that's in uh, apparently. apparently? I don't know. I understand <laughs> I that he's uh, he's got something for all of the ranges, the rifle ranges. He's painted a full length painting of his father. <laughs> and he's selling uh, prints to uh, rifle ranges to make oh, up for geez. what he's lost from Ukraine. Oh, right. That's a dangerous business proposition there, even to talk about that. got to be careful with that. Yeah. We don't want the Secret Service knocking on knocking our door. Knocking on your door there, David. <laughs> David who? I don't know right, David I don't know around here. Uh, Fred. Yeah, easy there, Fred. <laughs> I think he went yeah. down with the ship. You know, I mean, it's sad. It's sad because the Secret Service would visit a station like this for that, but yet... You Hunter have, Biden can go in and buy a gun by lying on his FBI yeah, and, form. And, and throw it in a trash can. Not yeah. only did he lie on the form and got a gun, then he threw the gun in a trash can that somebody found. Oh, jeez. Uh, but, yeah, you can do that, no problem. Was you, it next to his uh, laptop? <laughs> no, mm. he was dumb enough to give that to somebody. <laughs> That's right, he did. He handed it over. So, can you fix this? Off? I can't get my kitty porn to show up on here. Can you fix this? Oh, my goodness. What an idiot this guy is. Yeah. What an idiot. But, yeah, raise the age to buy semi-automatic rifles from 18 to 21. Of course, ban standard capacity magazines. Yeah, exactly. Now, they're calling them high-capacity magazines, mm-hmm. but we all know they're standard capacity yeah. magazines. Mm-hmm. Ban the sale of quote-unquote ghost gun kits without a background check or a serial number stamped on the parts. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure those... I mean, it, you know what this is going to do to gun prices? Oh, my God. Well, it's like I talked about last week. It's like you talked about before. Um, Joe Brandon it wants to be the, the new champion for gun sales. Right. It was Obama. Right. Obama was breaking all kinds of records when he was in office. And Trump did okay, but things settled down a little bit under him because he really wasn't going after too much. Now, this is one that can actually increase penalties for illegal straw purchases of guns. In case you know what a straw purchase is, that's when you buy a gun for somebody who's not supposed to have one. Like, so oh, my brother's on probation, but I'm going to buy him a gun anyway because, you know, I'm his brother-in-law or whatever. Well, that's illegal, and they're going to increase penalties for that, which they should. I have no issue with that at all. If you're buying somebody a gun who's not supposed to have it, yeah, that's a straw purchase. That's illegal. Stop it. Now, this one is going to get weird. Require gun owners to safely store their weapons, when, especially when children are present. Oh, they're trying. So here's what the Democrats are doing, and here's what the idiot establishment Republicans will will probably try and go along with, which is ridiculous. But unfortunately, aren't most of the Republicans in office wait, wait, wait a second. So they're going to they're going to put yes. all of the Secret Service that protect the president in a safe <laughs> because they're not supposed to have weapons around the child when they're not are mentally rules Ill. don't apply to the elitist, David. <laughs> or or maybe when they're not on duty. Does that mean Secret Service have their have to have their guns locked it up when they're not on duty? It will never apply to them. It will never apply to anyone that's anywhere yeah. close. to I have the a elites. feeling a lot of people will not comply with this. But law. what's going to happen here, Roger? Is 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 what they're they're actually going further with that? They're trying. They want to pass. If you have children in your house, you must have your guns locked up. And that you cannot Ooh. come into my house and tell me how to how to how how I am living by the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is absolute. I got news for Joe Brandon. It is absolute. And you cannot come in my house. It's bad enough you're infringing it 
Anyway, but you're not going to come in my house and infringe it. Apparently, they're going to try. Me how, but they are going to try. Now, now gonna gonna try. aren't and most Republicans, watch. establishment Republicans, which the majority of them are? Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, yes. But so that's why I always say we got to get rid of them. So it's so easy for them to get the suit if the um, establishment Republicans are on board with the Democrats. Well, I can guarantee you, Roger, there's probably going to be at least several of them that will jump on board with this. Now, Okay, I think, so I'm breaking into your house, and you're yelling down to me, Give me five yeah, while give me I open five the minutes. safe. Yeah, give me five minutes. Right, let me put the right. kid to bed so I can go get my gun. Yeah. I, it's ridiculous. That's never going to happen. Never now, I wonder if you just wear it around your house if that's considered secured. <laughs> Not two of the Democrats. Don't fall asleep in the recliner, though. <laughs> I'm telling you, you pay attention to how they write this. If you have a child in your home, they're going to demand and try and require that your gun is locked up. And not just locked up, it has trigger trigger safety guards and all that other now, crap on it. I wonder how expensive a lockup device they're going to require. Is this going to keep a lot of people from buying a gun? Because they well, you have to have a safe that does this, so gotta, this, this, and that. Oh, well, those are minimum $500. You, you have to have know, one. you got to know the goal of the Democrats. Get guns out of your hands. So oh, yeah. Everything they do is going to go towards slowing down the sale of guns. They're going to try. Go they, that's the ex- what they're going to try to do. They're looking for the extreme yeah, measures to absolutely. make it more difficult. Absolutely. More com- so basically, you're going to take minorities and low-income people yeah. and make them suffer more by forcing them to buy additional equipment yep. to secure their weapons, even though they're the them, ones who need them the most. You're going to make them victims even more so. And and uh, But, Roger, I, I am telling you there will be – the McCaskill, Collins – you can plan on them going going along with this. Now, I do think there are enough Republicans that will put a stop to the going in the home thing. They're not going to lie. I do. So I you, well, faith. obviously, this has not been. No, no, we haven't even, seen the, haven't even yet. seen the text yet. Yeah, so we don't but, know. But I, but I know they're pushing for that. We know that the Democrats are pushing for guns to be locked up, and if there's, they, they want to be able to say, if there's a child in your house, we can come in and inspect and make sure your guns are are locked up, and that is that is a direct violation of the Second Amendment, and I. I do think there's enough Republicans that will put a stop. Oh, to that. You know, I hope so. It's just I, honestly, I don't think any of this is going to pass because the I, house. They have to. They have to bluster and, and make noise yeah. and pretend like they're trying. Now, here's something they, they're saying. They're, you know what they're calling this act? <laughs> there's no telling. Come on, just take a a wild guess for the Children Act, protecting our kids Children act. act. <laughs> I, I didn't have to see it. I, I didn't know. Have to see it. He did not see that, folks. He I just did not see. Figured it, it out because I, you know yeah. they're going to appeal to your emotions and yeah. not to your logic every time. Every time. Every time they want to make it emotional. And again, their their goal is not to solve the issue. If it were, they would be fortifying schools. Nowhere in this language, nowhere in the leaks, nowhere in this bill so far is there oh, money wait. to fortify school. But Republicans want to repeal the Gun-Free School Zones Act of 1990. Right, but they won't do it. Uh, they're going to try. Won't maybe it. hope. Maybe it'll get compromised into something they try and pass. But who knows? The Democrats will never do it. If it doesn't pass, it doesn't because pass. It's actually, I know. a solution. Right. They don't want to fix the problem. They, they want to keep me. the problem as a way to. They want to campaign. Bluster. They want to go into November campaigning that we tried, but the Republicans wouldn't do it. That's what they're going to do. They're going to go into November saying the Republicans want to kill your children. And if you don't believe me. Oh no! You wait a minute. Quit. This says it passed the Congress. Oh, no, wait. Passed. No, it hasn't passed. Twenty-five to nineteen. It might be a committee. Oh, a package of six bills that would reform. Yeah, yeah, to bring them to the floor. But nothing's been voted on yet. And trust me, the House is going to muck it up because the House doesn't want anything to pass. Yeah, 10 hours of heated debate. Wow. Yeah, trust me. 
They're not going to do anything because they want to go into November accusing the Republicans of wanting to kill children. Right, of course, because protecting them with comparable weapons would not be as effective as protecting you with comparable weapons. So the politicians want to protect themselves and their children. You know, I bet the schools that the children of politicians go to are protected by guns. I'd be willing to bet they have armed security at the schools in Washington where most politicians' kids go to school. I would almost guarantee it. Right. But they don't want you to have the same protection. None of them go to government schools. Right. Look, they don't want your kid going to anything but a government school, but not one – show me a politician whose kids go to government schools. Yeah, it's not happening. Any of these they know better. in Washington. They know better. In order to get ahead, you're going to have to learn to think for yourself, and government yeah. schools do not teach that. They don't teach you the pro- – like, say, most government schools, when they teach you about the Second Amendment, they tend to focus on the word militia and tell people it means military, which it is exactly the opposite. The opposite. A militia opposite. is individual people who form – a group. A group to aid in the defense of a state. Right. The Second Amendment, like I've said before, couldn't be any more clear. The Second Amendment is there for individuals to be able to protect themselves and their state. But in public I mean, schools, they twist it around to make you think it means oh, something well, they else. Try and do yep. They even, look, there are government schools that change the language of the Second Amendment. They were teaching Really? Them, yes. That, you can find it. You can look it up. There were schools that changed the language of the Second Amendment and were teaching kids their vision of the Second Amendment, not the true Second Amendment. Well, Joe Brandon himself said just last week, the Second Amendment is not absolute. He's constantly saying that. I beg to differ, but... 100% lie. Maybe he does. Maybe English is not his first language. <laughs> Maybe not, because apparently he doesn't understand what the words mean. Bumbling, They're all very bumbling clear. idiocy might be his first. Language. Yeah, dementia is probably his first language. <laughs> I speak fluent dementia. Oh, let's get some ice cream. Oh, and where's what's his and corn pop? Let's go see corn pop and get some ice cream. <laughs> well, I'll let the kids play with the hairs on my leg. On my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I do a terrible impression, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, but this is gonna this is gonna be here. This is gonna be the debate of the year, I'm sure. Yeah. Because this is gonna be something that they're gonna push for and pass or not or whatever they distill it down to. It's gonna be a, a disintegration of Second Amendment rights if 100%. anything gets passed. Hundred percent, without a doubt. And it's just gonna drive gun sales to ridiculous amounts. Yep. And eventually, there's going to. I say there's about 400 million guns in the U.S. now, which I think is a fairly conservative estimate, because that's based on sales and things like that. They don't know about you know stuff handed down for handed generations. Down for generations. How does Camilla feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's cackling somewhere. <laughs> oh, I saw a picture of Amber Heard and Camilla. Poops and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Poops and giggles. That's great. Yeah, apparently Amber Heard is now on a dating site, you know. She says, you know, good looking, has some debt, almost housebroken. Almost housebroken. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, Amber. You're really cute, but oh, my God, that housebroken thing's really got to, it's hey. really going to put damper in your dating life. Hey, there's a, uh, some uh, breaking news out there. Apparently, uh, demand for shots in the arm are plum- plummeting. Uh, the United States just threw away 82 million doses of the vaccine. Well, finally, people are waking up and realizing. doses. Well, they got well, the first one. They got the second one. They got their third uh, one. They're going, wait, this is never going to stop. That's taxpayer dollars. You're seeing, you, you hear that sound? It sounds like a toilet. 
That's well, your dollars going right down. Why do you, <laughs> why do you think they're pushing the new one, the money pox? I mean monkey pox. Uh, money pox, yeah. We know, all know the K is silent. It's money pox. They're just going to try and hey, drum up something. It. 82 million doses just right down the And they're probably at least $10 a dose. And yeah. if they're reporting 82 million, has, you know it's probably, probably twice more. that much. Has any twice. other administration ever had a vaccine named after a monkey pox? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. They ought to call it the Buddha judge. <laughs> oh, bad me, bad me. Hey, Mayor Pete apparently is positive. Now, I don't know if he's positive for monkey pox or if he's positive for for COVID. For stupidity. <laughs> well, I know he's positive for that. He tested for that. Every time he tests for that, he oh, tests positive. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Wait, wait a second. Where did they place the swap? What? I don't know. <laughs> Not going to go there. <laughs> No, but go back to your, I mean... Yeah, we're going to see. I I mean, if they get the Gun-Free Zones Act of 1990 repealed, that means public schools in most states can have armed security officers. And some states do it anyway. They just Mm -hmm. ignore the law. You know, it's like you know, just like with marijuana and with illegal immigration, states pretty much decide. You know what? We've had enough of the government overreach, and we're just going to do what we want to do. Let the feds come down here and tell us we can't do it. Let the feds come down and tell the parents that we can't protect our children the way you do in private the way schools. You do. Exactly, because well, you know this is what Roger the Republicans should be doing. Instead of playing footsies with the freaking Democrats, they should be out there going, "Well, so and so Democrat and so and so Democrat, their kids are protected by guns every day." Yeah, they go to they a private school. They don't want school. your kids protected right. by guns. They and think they, their kids are more important than yours. Yeah, and they need to get – this is the way Republicans need to fight. But, but unfortunately – can't get out of their Well, own way. also the media doesn't cover things like that. If some mm-hmm. Republican were to say that, it would never make the mainstream Roger, media. Roger, you know, you're, you're sort of the, – the kids are more important because – who would they pass the dynasty down to if they didn't have right. the kids? We're becoming a monarchy again. We're reverting back to what we fought for over 240 years ago to, to stop, and we're reverting right back to it, especially with the, with no term limits on Congress people and senators. There's no way these people are not going to make this a family business. Just look at you know the Clintons, the Kennedys. I mean, all these families have pushed their the kids. Yeah, the Bidens. They're pushing their kids and their legacy into politics because they know that's where easy money can be made. They know how to work the system. They know how to cheat the system. Mm-hmm. How else can you get rich on a hundred seventy-four thousand dollar a year salary and be worth thirty million dollars? Ask Miss Pelosi that. Yeah. You know, how did she become worth almost thirty million dollars working at one hundred seventy-four thousand dollars a year? And where did AOC uh, get her Tesla? I don't know. She wants to give it back because apparently Tesla. Elon Musk was teasing her. <laughs> now she wants to give it back. That's great. I'd love to know what I, he said. <laughs> I would. Uh, I you know a lot. There's also just like I said, what happened. People all over California, your Hollywoodians and your all these idiots out there are. They want to get rid of their Tesla now, and they all want to go get the new Porsche. So Porsche uh, has a new electric car out, and uh, and it looks good. It's, is uh, it you know, called it's a, a Porsche. Pelosi Porsche? Is that? Oh, I don't know what they're calling it, but maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Now they want to. So they want to dump an all electric company and go to a company that still races cars. The right, that using still gas makes for entertainment. Gas guzzling racing cars. <laughs> These well, people are that dumb. But have you ever noticed the Porsches? A a fairly small car in reality, well, so it puts, it puts out yeah. a small carbon footprint. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. When you're burning six cylinders, that makes 600 horsepower. Exactly. Hardly a small carbon footprint. <laughs> and they have SUVs now, like in four different yeah, sizes of SUVs they make. SUVs. They've and got four-door that. sedans. They've got a basic 
a freaking station wagon is what it looks like to me, the Panamera. Yeah, it's um, nuts. They, but now, it, uh, did yeah. you hear? Um, Elon Musk's deal with Twitter may be falling apart because yeah. he says they lied about some they, stuff on disclosure totally, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, that, that deal may fall apart. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Who Democrats knows? lie. He should know that. You know, Politic- he's politicians lie. He's learning. They he's all learning. do. And uh, look, the the data too. Data he's requested. They don't want to give him. But you know what? The I'm hoping the board has already voted that they don't want to turn that deal down. Right. Well, because they have to look out for their uh, shareholders. Of course. That's their fiduciary duty is to look out for their shareholders. If Musk backs that, he owes them a billion. Oh, I'm not sure how much he would Yeah, lose. it's a billion dollar. Um, well, that's if he yeah. can't prove that they violated prove, right. some now, if he aspect of the they, contract. Yeah. If he proves they violated, he could get out. I think he's going to go through with it. I think he'll. they're going to give him what he needs. They're going to give him because I think the board's going to be like, hey, we we, we, we want this deal to go through. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, if they opt not to, then he gets out scot-free and just yeah. blusters and makes a big win and makes everybody see how hard they fight against free speech. Yeah. I sure hope he gets it. I mean, what's his name? Even Dorsey said, though, the former president of or former founder of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, said it'll be a good thing to have somebody take over like Elon Musk. Yeah. And yeah. he's a huge libtard. Oh, he's a libtard. And he, he he was the one that started all that mess with, with banning people. But, uh, but yeah. now he's out. So yeah. now he gives so it a little can, different say, perspective. Yeah, yeah it's kind of funny little. how he thought it would be a good thing for Twitter yeah. to have Musk take over. And I'm thinking, wow, I bet people don't stick microphones in your face anymore, do they? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe he's turning our corner. Who knows? Maybe. Wouldn't that be something? That would be. I wouldn't hold your breath, but. No. But, but you know, I, I hope Elon, I hope he can work it out and go through with it. Man, that would be a great, yeah, and great it just, freedom. And it's not like that much is going to change. All these people think it's going to all of a sudden revert to some crazy, you know, Nazi-based freedom of speech thing. It's not. It's just going to be there's going to be a little more, um, a little less restriction on free speech. Imagine that. But if you want more restriction yeah. on free speech, what the hell does that say about you? How? How crazy is it? I mean, this is the thing when people ask me, oh, how can you vote Republican? It's easy. We have one party in this country right now that wants to restrict your Bill of Rights. They want to restrict the Second Amendment. They want to restrict the First Amendment. If you think they're going to stop there, well, you're crazy. But there's things they want to de- there's the things, Democrat Party. There's things they want to de-restrict, too. Like which bathroom you're allowed to use <laughs> and what gender well, you're allowed to be called. They want boys to go into girls' bathrooms. Yeah, that's going to work out. Really. Do you realize what would have happened, Roger, back in our day if we were allowed to go in any bathroom we wanted to go into? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. In fact, yeah, I, I, I don't recall the time or when, but I think I mistakenly did. And <laughs> Now, there used to be a place <laughs> down in Buckhead, a Mexican restaurant, and you walk into the bathroom, and on the door... The Rodeo. No. no, it was uh, Rio Bravo. Yeah, Rio Bravo. And on the front of the door, you're walking into the bathroom, it says men on it. Yep. And it says women on it. You walk in, and from the backside, it, it would women. say women yep. when you walked into the bathroom. That would get me every time. I'd go, oh, shit. <laughs> and then you look around, and you see urinals. You're going, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah. The first time was kind of, oh, man, my heart jumped I, uh, when I did that. Oh, like, I tell whoops. you, I got a good story. <laughs> this, this, was, this was last year. We were on a little road trip, and I stopped in uh, in a racetrack. And I, 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 so the racetrack I normally go to all the time, 
the the men's bathrooms on the right. The when you go in, the men's on the right, the women's on the left. Well, we were road tripping, and I stopped at a ro- racetrack. Assuming my brain is just on. You're used on to racetracks being I'm a certain way. Race. Exactly. Well, this racetrack, of course, had the men's on the right and the women's on the left. I walked right into the women's. I used the restroom and washed my hands and walked out. And luckily, I did it before. He, as I was walking out, a woman was walking in and it was. He looked at and I went, and I looked at the door and I went, oh. My apologies. I am so sorry. I had no, I mean, I walked right. Didn't didn't phase me a bit that I didn't see the urinal. I mean, I just walked right. <laughs> yep, I sure did. <laughs> At least you didn't have any encounters in there. No, I I was lucky. I really was because there were people coming in as I was walking out. And if anybody had it, no, no one said anything. They just laughed. But if anybody had said anything, I would have went. You don't know how I identify. That's right. And then are, I would have been off scot free. Are you misgendering me? <laughs> yeah. Don't misgender me. It's ma'am. <laughs> Come on, man. What are you doing? It's ma'am to you. That's right. I was all prepared to go into libtard mode. Just That's right. Just to defend yourself. Just to defend myself. Yeah. Possible idiocy. Roger, do you, uh, do you have anything about, uh, what's his name, Retton, uh, the shooter in... Uh, Uvalde? No, no, not Uvalde. Uh the shooter, what was it in New York? Redden. You mean oh, the, the guy in Buffalo. Are you talking no. about the lady who no, saved the, the day? No, the guy, uh, the kid, Redden, whatever his name was. Uh, I, don't I, don't, I don't know his name. I never the, say their name. The names. one that went into the hospital. Yeah, well, he was attacked like by two or three guys, and oh, he no. shot one of them, and and then they they tried him, and they, they found him innocent. Oh, I'm, and, I don't, yeah, I'm not up on that one. That would be a good one to oh, have to look at that oh, one. Oh yeah. What yeah. what's his? Do you remember his name? Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Oh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, yeah, that was him. Now, if they want to consult with somebody on school safety, Rittenhouse ought he's to be the guy, guy they go to. <laughs> okay, right. well now he's now he's about to sue uh, for oh, yeah. defamation of character. Oh, and, uh, I hope Joe Biden's on that list. And uh, I think he is. At the same token. He also made an announcement, and I'm not sure I've got to consult with my younger son on this and see what he thinks about it. But now Rittenhouse says he's going to Texas A&M. Oh, okay. excellent. Good, Good for, for him. him. Yeah, I mean, most... And they will welcome him. I'm most sure. conservative schools would welcome him. And uh, he was enrolled in one school, and they were having petitions he, to try and keep yeah. him out and stuff like that. It was crazy he, what they were trying to do. Uh, you know, I, I found it hilarious. After he after he brought a suit against CNN and uh, MSNBC and, I believe, some other news agencies, and I also believe Joe Biden is on the list and some other politicians, he he uh, made it known that he was actually talking and befriending that other guy who had the hat who who got paid millions by CNN. Um, the guy that was at the some school function and and there was an Indian oh, yeah, Native yeah, yeah, American yeah. that walked up to him oh, beating his drum. Yeah. He his had name. his hat on and he just stood there and they defiled him and defamed him and made lies about he, it. He won millions. He won millions. Well, judgment millions. for millions. I don't yeah. know what he got, but so I don't know what he got. But he yeah, got I'm a lot. Sure, of Sure, he won't have to work anymore. No, he won't. <laughs> but uh, Kyle Rittenhouse <laughs> has made it known that he's been talking to consulting him. him going, okay, so, how did you that, do this? I want to do the same thing. And I think I think some news agency has already settled outside of court with Kyle. 
Good. They need to. Uh, you know what? And I mean, his his payday is coming. I hope. It's just what the judge needs to do is make the payout so huge that these news companies will actually, yeah, they change that. the way they do things. You know, it needs to be hurt. It needs to hurt Stop enough lying. to I where mean, they're going. Wow, this yeah. is going to really hurt our bottom line. We're going to have to lay people off. This is going to hurt our reputation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's well, going to have to happen. It's going to have to be they, so big and so got, hard that they they're going to think twice. By that other guy, and I can't remember his name. Maybe producer yeah, Brett will think of it. I can't remember, but that, yeah. But, uh, they got hammered by him. He was and, in high school at the time, too, yeah, and he just yeah, yeah, stood yeah, there and kind of kind of stood there yeah, with a little yeah, smirk he, on his face, and they trashed well him. Well behaved and well brought up because he was very well mannered, yeah. And he, he just stood there. He stood there. He stood his ground, which was great, but he wasn't, uh, he didn't retaliate. And he just stood there with a smile on his face and. Well, the guy was just kind of beating the drum near him and just, you know, yeah, getting they were up yelling in his at face. Him. Yeah. Well, what you didn't see were the BLM people around him that were yelling at him. Yeah. And because uh, he was wearing because he was wearing a MAGA hat. And, uh, yeah. Now, where can I get my Build Back Better hat? <laughs> Good luck. I think gonna, China has them, don't yeah, they? Uh, if, if there is one, it's in, if there is one, it's in China. It's being made in China for sure, because yeah, Joe Brandon loves the Chinese. The only people he's building back now. Granted, the I like East the Chinese and, people and I love their food yeah. and they make some good products. But well, you know I love what? American Chinese. American. <laughs> we have to put the country first again. Like what's his name, uh, Mr. Trump? Absolutely. President Trump put the country first. Imagine that. China Arr. puts their country first. Why don't we put ours first? Yep. I just don't understand. Russia puts Putin first. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh, such a mess. I mean, it's like it's like he took a list of things not to do, and then he did them all. You know, everything he he says. Well, let's we we don't want to do any of these things. Oh, I'm going to do every one of these things on the list. Mm-hmm. It's like the other day I was watching TV and I heard this lady giving a list of all these things, and they all sounded like there would be so much fun. I was going, oh, my God, what is she, like a tour guide or something? Turns out it was a religious show, and they were listing a bunch of sins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the kid's name was Sandman. Sandman, yes. uh, Thanks to our number one listener up in New York. Okay, we're going to have to take a quick break. We'll be back in two or three minutes. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. And my special part-time guest today, Victor Armendariz from On Point with Victor. And we're discussing gun politics today, mass shooters, anti-mass shooters. You know, like Kyle Rittenhouse, we were talking about him a few minutes ago, how he probably stopped a lot of people from dying or from killing him at least and was let off free and clear because he didn't do anything wrong. Okay, hold on. I got to break in here. Oh, we got we got to I got to break in. It's not really breaking news. Yeah, it's not really breaking news, but uh, you know, breaking comment. You can always depend on Mock the Shock to come up with the facts when I when I when I'm searching for facts. Nick Sandman. Sandman, 275 million dollar defamation lawsuit against NBC. And they settled uh, out of court, so I wonder how much of that. And I wouldn't be surprised if Mark Deshock knows. Well, yeah, that's probably an undisclosed amount. He probably be, can't it, it tell anybody. Undisclosed, but two hundred seventy-five million. But but Mark could probably tell us what's what's the norm. I mean, there's probably a percentage that you can. He probably gets at least ten to twenty percent. I would think is a minimum. Man. They probably gave him twenty-five to fifty million. Because I think if they had to pay two hundred seventy-five million, the NBC would be done. It's <laughs> not <laughs> like they're making I, money now, I hardly. I don't think CNN can handle that. Taking that but out of their budget. There's still, there's still a, a case against. Yeah, he's going. Well, he did. He settled CNN. with Washington Post, and he settled with CNN. And he's got more to go. That's the best thing. <laughs> he's not done yet. Yep. Oh my God, that is awesome. You know, it's funny. These people. I love it when people are held accountable for their stupid yeah, they mistakes. Be. I would love for him to be, and I know it'll never read and see the light of day. But Joe Brandon, I mean, he totally libeled. He did, yeah, and uh, and I I would I I hope Sandman goes after. No, wait, Sandman was during Obama's rule, wasn't it? I think it may have been, but I think it was Biden the one that was out. Biden was the one who trashed Rittenhouse though and called him a white supremacist and some other stuff. Yeah, so maybe maybe uh, he labeled him, said something against Sandman, but he might have too. Yeah, it was definitely Rittenhouse though that um, was absolutely one hundred percent Biden and on camera. Uh, just basically, just I mean, if there ever was an example of libel, it was that. I mean, I can't remember what Biden called. What did he call him? What did he? I call think him? you were right. A white he, racist. Yeah, white yes, racist supremacist. Yes, I yeah. think it was straight up. Oh, you're a white racist, and this, that, and the other. And although I mean, every person he got, it, he had an interaction with was white. Exactly. exactly. He, he didn't, didn't shoot, shoot one black person. He didn't shoot or, any minority. <laughs> He didn't even shoot a Chinese shot, person. Let's see. One one bozo swung a skateboard at his head. Knocked him to the ground with it, then tried to bash his skull in with it, and he shot him. He shot him. The other one uh, pulled a gun out, and he shot him. And uh, both of them were white. Both of them were white. And guys, supposedly, so as the report went, went it, as, a, as the report went today, he has become friends with one of his attackers. Really? Yeah. Wow, that I didn't know. Interesting. Maybe it's well. There's only one guy who is alive. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's well. Maybe you've narrowed it down, Roger. (laughs) One one direct attacker, maybe, because he killed the other two. They were DRT. Maybe, uh, maybe that person kind of has seen the light. Or maybe it was somebody else who was involved, but not as directly involved. So he didn't have to shoot. (laughs) (laughs) You know that. Why would you continue after you already shot two guys? Why would you think you're going to be doing better? This guy was well trained. He had judicious marksmanship. Yep. Extremely skilled in the use of his weapon. 
He was, really did. He really was. He was very well composed, too. Yeah. I mean, he did he, a great uh, job running towards the police. towards the police. Trying to surrender or give so, him or say, yeah. give me some protection. I got well, these idiots trying to kill me. I got to hand it to him. Yeah. He he really – and this is – this is what I talk about when I tell, when I always say that people, when you get in a situation, you don't know how you're going to react. Uh, but the, the better trained you are, the better you're going to be. And Rittenhouse clearly trained, and you see what he did. He tried to remove himself from the situation. You know, the first thing my martial arts teacher would teach right. us was remove yourself from the situation if you can. If you can remove yourself, do that first. Now, if you if you are in the position where you know they're coming for they're they're going to reach you, then you take them out first. Right. Now, that's that's uh, what Shifu said. The best way to win a fight is not to be there. Not to be there. <laughs> not to be there. And it's very <laughs> very very true. You know. And uh, and so the fact that written and that really helped Rittenhouse's case. The fact that he was running to the police, he was running away, away from, from the people. Yeah, he wasn't running towards uh, them. He wasn't they were attacking chasing. them. Yeah, he wasn't bad mouthing. He wasn't screaming. He wasn't confronting. He was running away. Had they, they not were pursuing, had they not chased him, they it never would have happened. Dead. That's right. They'd be alive. They they stepped um, on their own. Oh, I was going to say something case. bad. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that definitely helped his case. But, they stepped uh, on their own yeah. units and uh, killed but themselves. That's, that's but that's training. That's, that's the that's media the though. You're taught and, they uh, twisted uh, around to make it look like anything. he's some sort of violent, crazy white supremacist yep. who was out to yeah. kill people. Yeah. When exactly the opposite. But again, that's where common sense prevails. People can look at that, and and no matter what the the media, it's like you're standing outside and the sky is blue, and the media is telling you it's not. No, oh, no, that sky is green. You just don't mm-hmm. see it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people believe the media. That's the thing is they have so much influence until they see it for themselves. And that's right. where all the video came in handy for Kyle. Right. The media was telling you one thing. They're telling you he's racist. They're telling you he's a white supremacist. But when you see the video, he's only killing shoot white guys. He's being attacked by white guys, but he's first running away. Yeah, and they're telling you he was confronting these guys. He was not. He was avoiding confrontation at all costs. They kept pursuing and kept pursuing. I mean, they were keeping up with him while he was running and then knocked him to the ground. Yeah, now clearly he wasn't the fastest runner. No, but, you know, you you never know. The guy on the skateboard could have been riding it part of the time. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, he doesn't ride any skateboards anymore. Yeah, I heard he had it. So his family put it up for sale. Slightly used, only one bullet hole. Only one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have any problem making fun of idiots who yeah, me, eliminate me themselves either. from the gene pool. Me either. I mean, sometimes yeah. the gene pool needs a little chlorine, and he added his own chlorine and took himself I, out. I got to tell you, though, when I was Kyle's age, I could have outrun those guys, ran back, went around them, and then outrun them again. <laughs> could have been running circles around them and outrun them. Yes, absolutely. I was a fast. Now, granted, he had a. I think he had a backpack on with his medical supplies in it because he was training to be an EMT. That yeah, was his. That yeah, was the main was. reason he was there. In fact, yeah. he had treated some quote unquote protesters earlier mm-hmm. in the day for injuries. Yeah, that also helped his. And he was, you know, he was looking for anybody. He didn't care about their political affiliation, what side of the fence they were on. He was treating anybody who was injured. That's why he was there. And then they kind of recruited him to help defend this business later. And he's like, well, I have training in this. I can do it. And then when the other guys took off, he said, you know what? I'm not going to stand here and confront all these guys. I don't want to be that guy. Nothing here is worth, you know, that type of confrontation for. And when he ran, they were stupid. 
You know, the minute they pursued him, they they wrote their own death ticket. Yeah. Now they could have run out of steam before they got to him, but no, well, they were they in good enough shape to knock him to the ground. Like I said, they caught him, and they that's that is. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're. <laughs> they they Forrest Gump themselves. Stupid yeah, is as stupid, stupid does. does. But now let's go. Now we all remember the shooting from a couple of weeks ago in Uvalde. Now this was interesting that. This is this had been a rumor that had been floating around for a while that there were armed citizens wanting to go in before the police and the police would not let them. Mm. Now I heard all kinds of varieties yeah. of this. I heard they tased some guy who tried to go in. Which, they tased parents more than yeah. One. Oh, they more did. They tased who wanted to go in? Yeah. Yep. So they were basically attacking the parents wanting to save their kids while they sat outside with their thumbs up their butts doing yeah. nothing. Well, yeah, well, that's just there's no out kids. there's no excuse for it. this. Could have been so. Really you know what? You almost wonder if they weren't involved in the whole conspiracy thing somehow. I don't know. I don't Who like ordered the, them to stand down? I don't like going. Well, it was the chief or whoever the, the commanding well, officer Well, yeah, where did there, he get his orders he from? It, he didn't. He made the decision to treat it did like, he? like a... Well, I, I can just tell you what I'm hearing. He made the decision to treat it like a barricade situation. Now, a barricade situation, that's what you do. Uh, but it, it was not a barricade situation. It was an active shooter situation. Well, this way... shooter is a completely different protocol. I understand he wants to protect his, his officers. But how many of the officers that, would that, have said, let me go in, the, I can do yeah, this? exactly. That goes out the door. When it's an active shooter protocols, you go to the shooter. If you are one lone cop, first on the scene, by yourself, you protocol, you go to the shooter, you do not wait for backup. Really? That's protocol. Okay. Okay. That is protocol in an active shooter situation, and, and they didn't do that. And he tried to treat it as a barricade situation, and maybe it's because he just didn't want to go in. But uh, Oh, here you go. A yeah. Texas funeral worker who was one of the first people to come face-to-face with the gunman at Robb Elementary School last month said he was immediately he was immediately armed himself to stop the shooter but was stopped by the police. Hmm. So he was <laughs> armed and ready to and go. Ready to you go. know, but there's yeah. two sides to this. You know... In my opinion, I'll always side with the cops. I don't agree that they didn't go in. Yeah, they should have gone in. But at the same token, you don't know what training those parents have had. They are emotional. They're going in. You know, they want to go in. I got a gun. I want to go in. I'll stop him. And how many more kids could have easily been killed or shot? Or how many could he have saved? Maybe. Maybe. But you don't know. Yeah, no one knows the answer to that. I will say this. If there had been no police there and parents had been there, I think parents would have bum-rushed that shooter probably would have lost some lives but i bet you they would I would have saved some kids it's just lives. the difference of yeah. staying standing down and not standing down and and those officers handled it wrong I, I i love the police and i'll get their back every time which is what i said last week if they if they if they're just not cut out for that then they need a different detail but we should find out. We should find out what happened. Why? why oh no, this is decision. interesting. I don't know. This funeral worker confronted him when he crashed his truck. According to this, he locked eyes. He said, I told him, he asked him if you were okay because he's thinking he was kind of dazed. Then the 18-year-old turned, went into his vehicle where he retrieved a rifle. And as the teen started to load the firearm, the guy yelled at his co-worker who had come outside with him. And both of them escaped as he was firing at them. Damn. Yeah, see, that's the kind of stuff we didn't hear about. So they grabbed their guns and they said, we're going to tell this guy needs to, if he's going into school, we know he's willing to shoot. Let's stop him. It is a shame they didn't have their guns on them. Yeah, and in Texas, you would have, well, I guess as a funeral worker, you don't have much threat from the dead people. Uh, I don't care. You carry it anyway. You yeah. never know where a threat's going to come. That's right. Some gangster can come over there needing a body. Did you, not, <laughs> did you not see Bad Boys 2? 
I did, but I don't remember the scene you're talking about. Uh, the whole funeral home was being used oh, to transport right. drugs. That's right. That's right. Uh huh. But there was also the guy, the convenience store owner, who didn't want to keep his gun loaded. He had a gun, but didn't keep it loaded, and he got shot to death while he was trying to load his weapon. Yeah. See, that's if you're gonna. <laughs> it's like if you're gonna have a uh, gun to protect yourself. Get the training. Because if your gun's not loaded, it's a stick. It's a club, yes. I mean, that's, that's all it is. <laughs> it's, it's an expensive club, but it's a club. It's a club. <laughs> that's ridiculous. And again, you know, even if you're going to carry your gun unloaded, you carry a loaded magazine with you or carry it. At least, at the very least. Or learn how to draw that one and And chamber it at the same time. Chamber it at the same time. Yeah, there's actually Israeli technique where they do that because the Israelis a lot of times, um, the security guards are not allowed to carry one around in the chamber. Because I ran into a, let's just call him a private contractor who had worked in various countries in the Middle East, and he was practicing that. Because he said they didn't allow them to carry with one in the chamber. Yeah. And he was carrying actually an FN 5.7, and he would draw that thing out. And as he raked it up, he'd yeah. run his hands he'd across the hand. back of it, yeah. bring it up on target, start shooting before his other hand even came up to join it. Yep. He was fast, too. I mean, it was, it, but the thing is, you have that's, to train for that. That's the training. Hmm. There. That's the training. In, right. I mean, he was almost as fast as someone who didn't have to run the slide. Yeah, so, that's awesome. But he was doing it over and over and over yeah. again to yeah. make sure he never had any flaws yeah. in drawing from that position because he knew that's the way he was going to have to carry and if he needed it he didn't want to wait any longer than he had to to have that gun up and running you know so if you want to that's fine but learn how to do it quickly don't just assume I did it at the range three times now I know how to quickly draw my gun and rack the slide yeah you need to learn there's a technique for that All right, we're going to have to take another quick break be back in a few minutes I'm Roger B this is Locked and Loaded and you're listening to America's Web Radio All right. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio. Or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Before we left for the break, we were talking about, I can't even remember, the Uvalde Police Department not going into the building fast enough. And, you know, I understand this is a tough call to make because can you make things worse? Sure you could. He sees somebody coming, he starts spraying bullets everywhere. You know, but the thing is, how long do you wait when an active shooter is in an elementary school? Whether he's barricaded or not, even if he's barricaded in a classroom with a bunch of kids, how long do you wait? Do you try and get there quickly? Do you not try and get there quickly? Do you want to let him get tired and go to sleep? I don't know. I don't know what the thought procedure is there. You know, I guess what you just said uh, brings it down to the chief of police, really, in that... You know, obviously they had to wait, or they did wait, for a a tactical team, a SWAT team. And they took 45 minutes to get there? Well, they they weren't the Uvalde. They were in San Antonio. Oh, oh, they came from. They don't have one in Uvalde, probably. Yeah, so they were uh, they were border patrols. It was a border patrol SWAT team. But my point being is that if if you're going to carry. I don't care whether you're a cop or a, I don't care what you are, but you should always have a plan. And I blame the chief of police, not the person that was on duty at the scene, but right. the chief of police should have had, They. Sh- it's not that hard. They should have trained a group or trained all of the officers. Here's what you do when you have an active shooter in school or whatever. Or anywhere you know, for that anywhere. matter, yeah. Exactly. Well, the thing is, I guess a lot of little towns think they never are going to have to deal with this. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're wrong. Yeah, and they just proven and the, this. And they're going to be wronger, I think, in the future. They'll be wrong again if it happens, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not always in the biggest cities where this stuff happens, because in the big cities, the cops are much closer. There's a lot yeah. more of and them. And been better trained probably and their tactical teams are probably minutes away instead of you know three quarters of an hour away you know they don't have to drive very far they're within 10 minutes of being there on the scene but you know you should have a a plan cops four cops should have a plan okay i'm going in this door i'm going in that door as soon as i get in the door i'm hitting the floor you know Right. Start, and, start pieing the room. Start you know yeah. going in, clearing corners, clearing buildings out. Systematically cleared out until you can figure out where stuff's coming from. Yeah. Or if you run into anybody while you're there, ask them what they know. Gather information while you're on scene. Because, you know, a school's a big place. It'd be easy to walk around inside a school and, and never run into this guy without kind of having an idea or a plan to clear well, the I school. I mean, obviously they knew he, he was in this classroom shooting kids. Oh, they did? Okay, they knew yeah. what classroom he was in. Oh, so yeah. they, oh, yeah. they had plenty of ways to approach that and figure out what was going on. You know, or how yeah. to get to that classroom or how to see what was happening before they got there. They could have cleared the whole rest of the building out if it wasn't already cleared. And, you know, put a shooter in the window or... Yeah, Who knows? put a shooter on a building, put a shooter nearby if there was a window in the classroom, which most classrooms have windows. You know, they, there's so many things they could have done. Now, granted, being an armchair quarterback after yeah. it happened is a lot easier than being in the midst of the situation. But, but just like Victor said earlier, you know, if you've got a plan, then it's going to – then you start activating the plan – and it takes the guesswork out of a lot of it. You do well, yeah. what you've been trained to do and do it. Planning prevents piss-poor performance. Right. That's all there is, you know. 
And if you have a plan, then you can prevent poor performance and you can, you know, uh, deal with these situations. But these guys, I guess, you know, they, small towns have limited budgets for that kind of stuff. They don't, and especially with the price of ammo right now, they probably couldn't afford to train too much. But it's just, you know, it, and they'd never dealt with anything like this before. So it was all completely new. Now, I don't know. I assume the Uvalde Police Department are a paid, you know, uh, city police force that have stand they're not a volunteer police force or anything like that so but they probably had some guys i imagine there had to be some guys there who were former military or had years or decades of experience who could have gone in there or led a team or something like that but i guess they just you know honestly they were not prepared they never had ever thought they would ever have to deal with anything like this in their little town although they were very close to a border weren't they weren't they a border town almost so knowing where they were and the type of people they deal with on the border, you figure they would have been a little better prepared for this, maybe not in a local school, but just in general dealing with a possible active shooter. Well, they couldn't even get to their bulletproof shields. Yeah, uh, which, you know, that just shot. they were so ill-prepared for this. Yeah. And I guess they had them. They probably had those things in storage for 10 years and never, ever had to move them probably took them all to figure out where all that stuff was and i understand that's you know when you don't use stuff or you don't train for stuff you lose your skill you lose your you know figuring out where stuff is it happens to everybody sure i mean i've taken guys shooting before who used to shoot great and they hadn't shot in two years and all of a sudden they can't hit the broad side of a barn it is a perishable skill you can't let it go even if you just practice in the backyard with a pellet gun <clears throat> Or pick up your weapon and do dry firing drills. There are ways to maintain your skill level and practice. There are ways to do it better. So just be sure that you do this. I mean, because granted, you're not likely to be a police force or a police officer dealing with an active shooter situation. But what if you had an active shooter situation in your own home? Guys break in the door at 2 in the morning. Do you know what to do? Do you know where to go? Do you know how to avoid getting spotted first? Do you know where the rest of your family is in that house and how to avoid them? You know, now granted, in today's, today's situation, you probably just text all your children and they'd probably see it right away because, you know, that would wake them up out of a sound sleep. But you got to know your house. you got to know the entry points. you got to know which way they could most likely head. You have to be able to see better than them or know the out. The outlay of the, the lay of the land better than they do. You have a home field advantage in a home invasion. So it's a similar idea, but you know, most people never even think about that being a possibility. Or if they do, just think, do whatever they want and we'll be okay. Sometimes that works great. Other times, if someone's just out to kill people, that's not going to work great. It's like with 9-11. When 9-11 happened, the whole object of a potential hijacker or Skyjacker was to let them do whatever they want and they'll eventually let you go. They didn't realize this was a new type of terrorist who they'd never seen before. It had been unheard of that people would take over a plane and crash it into the side of a building. That had never been done before, so it was brand new and people were not prepared for that type of outcome. So, I mean, it's something now, of course, things are different. You know, Sky Marshals and uh, even captains on planes. We'll recruit people in the first few rows of the plane and say, if anybody comes toward this cockpit, you take them down. You know, you help me. You help our staff. We're ready to, to let you help us. And it's, you know, things have changed. That changed the entire world that day when that happened because hijackers were no longer just trying to get money or to fly me to Cuba or whatever it was. So, yeah, it, it has changed or that changed 
but it hadn't changed in a lot of ways from the 1950s when people were carrying bombs on the planes and then all of a sudden that's when you started getting the the check-in at the airport you know right and this is this is the same thing as victor and i were talking you know you put cameras you have you have a one way into the school and you know and i would even put a gate outside of the one way into the school that first the kids or whoever has to come through this gate before they get to the front doors you have cameras there yeah and you, well, you can see if a guy's carrying an ar you can't have care. a one way into a school though because in case of a fire you need no, more exits than that no they you can. You can have a one-way entrance, but you have to have a bunch of exits. Exits. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the exits are locked. They're not... Right. They open only from the inside with a push right. bar, right? You can't just get into them. Right. Unless somebody's coming out and you grab one. Yeah, that would add a lot. And most, and most doors in schools are probably like that now. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, you know, and, and take... Look at what we did during when people were carrying bombs in their luggage. What did right. we do? We put the TSA in there, and, and we started checking people's luggage. Right, or when liquid explosives were a thing, now all of a sudden you can't carry more than three ounces of liquid on a plane. Right. So it's just, you know, it has changed the way we do things, and it's a shame that has made innocent citizens have to pay the price for things that criminals will do. Well, yeah, but, and there, if, you know, for... Every way that we come up, the good guys come up with something, the bad guys are going to figure up, out ten ways with a, with to get a way around it. it. Yep, exactly. So there's no way to stop it completely. It's like after 9-11 happened, the U.S. apparently had a meeting with Israeli security officials in their airports, and they said, well, what can you help us with? What can you tell us? He goes, we look for people. We don't look for weapons. We look at people, we look at certain characteristics that people have when they're nervous or when they're, you know, planning something or when they have something they're not uncomfortable with, they act a certain way. We have lists of people, we look for these people. Certain types of people are more likely to commit crimes. We're not going to stop the 80-year-old grandmother who's walking on, you know, has to get up out of her wheelchair just to go through security. She's not the one we're going to search. We're, and we're not looking at everybody for weapons, we're looking for the people most likely to carry them. And granted, a lot of times, you know, bad guys will try and disguise themselves. I saw one a lady was trying to get into Israel from Palestine, and they normally let people in and shop and things like that. But they made her undress, and it turns out she was a man dressed in all her garb, and she had a bomb attached. He, he had a bomb attached to his body meant to look like a pregnant woman. But they caught it. I don't know how they caught it. I guess something was suspicious. Maybe the way the person was walking or the way they acted, they could tell something wasn't right. And they acted on their suspicion. Here, of course, in the United States, we can't do that because that's profiling. If you see somebody who looks like a terrorist, oh, my God, you can't do anything about it. You have to stop grandma and her six-year-old grandson first so you can stop anybody else. And you don't want to stop anybody else because that would be profiling and you want to get in trouble for that. Even though you have, like, the top 25 terrorists on, on a picture on your computer screen and this guy looks like three of them, yeah, you can't stop him. You have to stop somebody who's totally innocent. And would never do anything like that, more than likely. And that's the person you're going to stop. It's just ridiculous. We have to learn that, you know, the likelihood of things happening from certain people is a fact that we cannot ignore. And, yes, profiling is something people do. They do it with mass murderers all the time. 
All right. Well, that's all the time we have today. I'm Roger B. This has been Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.